Welcome to the Simple Systems to Scale podcast with me, Charlotte Lester, and I am so excited you are joining me. I'm going to be bringing you the most amazing interviews with the most incredible people to really bring you the inspiration you need in order to push ahead with your goals and scale your business without burning out. But wait, there's more. I am also going to be bringing you time and money saving tips and advice that you can implement today so you can finally step out of the growth stage and scout your business to amazing levels. Sound good? Let's dive into this week's episode. So I'm going to talk about, still on the topic of automation, because as you know, this week has been really focused on automating, but not just automating, automating smartly and not sounding like a robot. So today I'm going to give you some tips. So six ways around how you can automate, but not sound like a robot. So if that sounds good, then make sure you stay tuned. So automating is a huge, huge benefit to businesses. As business owners, we can get so caught up in the running of our business that it becomes overwhelming. And thinking about anything else that you need to do, just sends your head into the, into oblivion. You just don't even know where to start. You have all these ideas flying around and you're struggling to really get the time to put them into play. If that sounds like you, then you really need to be looking at automating. And when I say that to people, they have this fear of automating is going to make them sound like a robot. And I get it because effectively it is a robot. But there are ways that you can automate and do it smartly. So making sure that you are not just automating and then running off makes a huge difference because what you should be looking at automating as being is it's going to save huge chunks of time. Let's use an example of 10 hours a week, which is completely possible with automating. And with those 10 hours, you're maybe reinvesting, say, one or two hours back into doing something that's going to make your business stand out. So if you have missed the previous posts, it would be as a quick example around your client onboarding. So if you um, if you automated your entire process for your client onboarding, you could then invest back an hour, two hour for all your clients and do something that's going to make you stand out, e.g. a 15 minute phone call that's going to give that human touch and going to bring across your personality. So if you have missed any of the other posts, then do make sure you go back and have a look because they are very much aligned to what I'm going to be talking about. So this one is primarily focused on how to do it. So how to get started, because effectively people have said, that sounds amazing. And I completely get that automating piece. And actually now that it's been explained like that, the automating piece actually sounds quite good to get in place. But how? 
So these are my six tips in order to help you get started to really figure out the automation piece and what is going to work for you and your business. So number one is looking at your regular tasks. So what tasks are you doing more than once? Have you automated them? Because if you haven't, then you should be. So making sure that you're automating that piece can make a huge difference. As an example, if you use subcontractors, it could be a case of you send an email every week to get a report from them. If you do that, make sure it's automated. There's no point you sitting there diarising and having to send that email. You could be doing other things that's, that's going to help your business grow. Sending an email to your subcontractors isn't going to do that. And number two is looking at the essentials in a process. So what I mean by this, and I've touched upon this previously, is within a process, you will have your essentials, which is the things that have to be done to achieve the outcome. But you'd also have your nice twos. So making sure that you're looking at the essentials piece and you're looking at how they work together. So you're looking at how they fit in. So how do they fit into each other? Have you got steps that are maybe time wasting? Do you not really need that step? Have you got steps that are actually duplicating each other? So for an example, it could be if you have your clients book a call with you, it could be they're booking a call and then you're sending them a questionnaire to get some pre-questions answered. Whereas actually you could streamline that. So you could make sure that when you're when they're booking the call, that they also have that questionnaire that's going to gather and pre-qualify them before you get on the call. And that means that you that, that you know they're going to do it because they can't book the call unless they've filled it in. But also it's going to give you time to be able to see where that client is before the call. So it means that the call is going to be more structured and you're going to be able to help them more. So making sure that you're really looking at that essentials piece and where it sits. And is there anything that could be consolidated into one step as opposed to multiple steps? And then we're going to look at the nice twos which I've touched upon. So the nice twos can be things that aren't essential for that process, but they're things that you really want to do. These are things such as if you send the clients a welcome gift, if you send the clients a card, if you send the clients emails that are kind of checking in and saying how's things going, because although you want to do that, they're not essential the particular process. So making sure that you're having a look at all the nice twos that you have and looking at what ones you really want to take forward. So what ones are really going to make you stand out? What ones are your competitors not doing? And number four, we're then going to look at the tools that you're using. So the tools that you're using for each step is going to vary and there are going to be times that you're using multiple tools. There are some all-in-one solutions but the majority of the time they don't do everything that you need it to do because essentially every business is different and the tool that 
will say is an all-in-one tool, there are still other things that you're probably going to want to introduce. So looking at the tools that you're using overall, again, so if we're using the example of booking a call and then pre-qualifying the client, it could be that you're using Calendly to book the call and then you're sending them to Google Sheets to fill in a Google form to pre-qualify them. If you're doing that, you can actually consolidate that. You don't need the Google form. You can add the questions to your Calendly account. So it's looking at what you're doing and how you can really streamline it and pull it into one as opposed to having multiple things doing different parts of it. Because the more tools you're using, the more open to error you become. And then we're going to look at for number five is mapping it all out. How does it all look together? So we want to look at from start to finish, what happens, your customer journey. So you want to look at where the customers begin, what stages the customer goes through as an essential, so what needs to be done. And then we're going to add in little notes that are going to have the nice twos. We're going to look at the tools we're using and we're going to cross out the ones that we think we don't really need to be using now. And then we're going to pull that all together. So once we have that mapped out, it's clear in our minds of what we need it to do. And then we can get automating. So once we have the process there, we can make sure that we have automated as much of the process as possible. And then once we've got the nice twos noted, we can then make sure that we are diarising the nice twos. And again, you can diarise and send yourself a reminder when these nice twos are due. So don't just think that the nice twos are going to create more work because you're going to need to remember to do the nice twos. Just make sure that you've added a little notification in there for yourself and you're going to get an email or a pop-up come through and say, hey, you need to do X, Y, and Z for X, Y, and Z client. And then there it is. You've not had to take the time to figure it out. You've not had to take the time to diarise it and you've not had to take the time to figure it out and remember it and to make sure that you are doing the thing that you want to do and you're not leaving any gaps. So I hope that's really, really helped. And those are the main stages that you're going to follow in order to achieve real successful automating in your business. And of course, automating can become as complex as we want it to be. But anyone that knows me knows that I like to keep things really, really simple. So looking at the automating workflow and customer journey, just making sure that you have automated as much of the steps as possible means that you have simplified that entire process for yourself and you will love it once it's sorted. So I know it will take a bit of time to invest initially, but the time that you will save going forward is going to pay back tenfold. It's going to be huge chunks of time that you can then use to drive your business forward. So until next week, bye. Well, what an episode that was. I am so grateful that you're joining me on this journey. 
Our mission, not only in this podcast, but in my business, is to slay that burnout. I want to help ambitious female leaders achieve their wildest dreams. And I hope this episode has really helped you take that next step forward. If you've enjoyed the podcast so far, I would love for you to leave us a review and make sure that you follow or subscribe. Until next week, bye. Thank you.